I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now joining us is Dan, of course, of BaggiesFacts.com and just an overall swell guy. Uh, he's going to be talking to us a little <laughs> bit about what's been happening at West Bromwich Albion. Dan, I guess we'll start chronologically with the news that's happened in the last week. Uh, Tony Pulis gets an extension, I think, uh, which surprised yeah. many a neutral. Was it a surprising for Albion fans? Yeah. It, to be honest, it, it wasn't just surprising. It was upsetting. <laughs> and, it, and it made me quite angry. And it's so frustrating. I've used that word frustrating so many times. Because you do feel like there's nothing you can do about the whole affair. Um, but, but giving the bloke an extension to his contract is absolutely beyond me. Um, and the, there are quite a few Baggies fans who are sticking up for him, which is fair enough, and it's their right to, you know, I completely believe in being able to say what you think and, and have your opinion, and, and and football would be totally boring without it. But to be to be giving a, a new contract to a manager that's won his last two in 20 matches in all competitions, you get that, that's, that's winning 10% of your matches. But, and one of those was a League Cup defeat to Northampton. Um, it's 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 beyond me. I just can't believe it. You know, fair enough. If if you're not all up for sacking the fella, then that's fine. But to give him a new contract, it is almost quite amusing that that we've done that. Um, and there's no reasoning behind why we'd need to do that. You know, if I think Pulis knows that. He's not be able to get a job as big as the Albion if he was to leave this club, um, and so of course he's going to sign a new deal. But that also gives Albion the security to be able to say, 
you know, if you don't perform at the end of a season, your contract's up and you'll be on your way. Maybe, maybe you know, there is some thinking behind it that if we do tie him down to a longer deal, he'll be more committed to the club and thus we'll, we'll be able to produce better football on the pitch. But beyond that, I can see absolutely no reasoning for it whatsoever. And, and there are a few people, um, Pulis apologists, who are coming up with some things. They're saying that, you know, look at what happened to Charlton, look at what happened to Bolton, etc. after changing the manager. Um, and and that's that's all fair enough, but I don't think there's much comparison between the way Albion play football and how some of these other clubs mentioned play football. Um, it is just so demoralising going up the Hawthorns, knowing that you're going to be seeing us play completely negative football from minute one um, every single week, no matter who the opposition is. Um, and so the new deal just came as an absolute stunner. Um, in fact, I, I think I, I've been on a night shift the night before and I woke up at maybe mid-afternoon and um, I've got a, a WhatsApp, Albion WhatsApp group with some of my friends and um, someone had put on there, Pulis has got a new contract and I automatically looked at it and dismissed it as just a joke, to be honest. And it turned <laughs> out it was true. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, so absolutely not pleased with that at all, Kev. Um, I'm sure you can sympathise with me on that one. Yeah, I mean, we've we've heard your displeasure here for years. And didn't you uh, run a poll on your site as well? Yeah, it was 71% in favour of Pulis um, getting the sack or or 29% in, in, in favour of him, people, you know, being behind Pulis. So pretty much very similar to our possession stats, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not the most encouraging. <laughs> oh, mate, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, well, then you only went and uh, off that new contract, went and had a great performance against City. No, wait, the other thing. Um, yeah. Got awful. shellacked by Manchester yeah. City. Aguero having just one of those Aguero days. What was your view of that match? Um. I sort of knew it was coming, to be honest, and you might well say that it's a negative view to take, um, but I could see City really demolishing us um, due to the fact that Pep was six games on, without a win as well. It just had to be the Albion that, that were on the end of a smashing. Um, you could see what was going to happen from minute one. We completely we, we didn't press them at all, even from the midfield areas, we didn't press them. The only time we tried to get near them is when they approached our box and we just sat in, even for Pulis's, you know, usual methods, we just sat in way, way too deep. Um, and and aside of, of Man City's quality, Sterling was brilliant on the wing, fair play to him. Aguero, of course, was fantastic. Gundogan was, was brilliant in the midfield, orchestrating what was going on. Their side is just fantastic. And if you're going to allow players of that quality too much time on the ball, even in areas where they can't punish you. They're going to have a lot more... I just felt that they got they, they were quite comfortable in the game and way too easily, if that makes sense, that they were able to then start making the passes in and around our, our box and, and they were picking you know picking us off and making chances for themselves. And the only person to blame for that is Mr. New Contract. You know, he's, he's given a new contract and then the game following that, he, he has his worst defeat as Albion manager, which isn't really what you want to hear. Um and to be honest, the fans aren't helping, but um, that isn't an, a hit at the fans or any sort of 
slight at the baggies fans because I, like the rest of most of them that are turning up to watch, is completely apathetic at the minute. There's just we know what's coming. We we're really struggling to get behind the team because we know that what we're going to be watching for 90 minutes, that ticket prices for that game were £40. And I think you'll be able to see from, from the amount of empty seats, Kev, that, that, you know, that there's a lot of Baggies fans really just staying away from the games at the minute. And I, I'm not going to point my finger at them and blame them for that, to be honest, because it is just, it's not worth £40 of, of your money to come up and, and watch that. Um, and I believe the season ticket holders, even who've paid for their season ticket, but are staying away from matches at the minute, um, which is just completely just shows you the, the state that the club's in. And, that, you know, which, which you know, brings me back again to, to the to the Pulis new contract. It's just completely, un, it's, for me, it's, it's madness because the club needs at the minute to be attracting new fans uh, we're the only Premier League West Midlands club. We need to be attracting fans from from different, you know, ethnic groups from, you know, from different parts of the West Midlands, that, you know, or maybe even students that are studying in the West Midlands. We're not going to be doing that when, you know, getting different age groups as well. We're not going to be doing that with Pulis at the helm because of football. Ultimately, people go to watch football and they want to be entertained to some sort of degree. And there is just no entertainment from watching 90 minutes of your team sat back trying to defend a zero-goal advantage. Hmm. Uh, so the new owners are obviously the ones that extended him. I, I just think it's interesting because so many other clubs would love uh, especially people that come on the show, we all tend to be pretty stick with your manager. But I think mm-hmm. this is the one instance where people would totally <laughs> understand you not sticking with your manager, yeah, and it's I the wish, one time I it's wish, been done. Yeah, and do you know what? I've, I'm not. I'm not going to say bad things about our new Chinese ownership because they're they're seeing it from a, a business and money point of view, and maybe they're willing to give the bloke a chance, and maybe they don't quite understand how upset most of the Baggies fans are with, with the whole episode. Um, you know, it, it might well be a case in four or five games' time. I mean, there, there was I did a poll on my on my website, like, like you mentioned, and there were some people saying, well, you've done that poll after, after a 4-0 defeat. But my <laughs> reply was, well, That's if you want to wait till we've won... Well, yeah, but if you want to wait to do the poll after we've won a game, my, my reply was that you'll probably be waiting a few months, to be honest, because I just don't see us winning at the minute. You know, it is so poor. And if if you add to that the fact that the people are taking a pop at McLean because he didn't wear a poppy again, that whole thing's coming round again. Just retweet uh, your article, man. <laughs> yeah, and it is a case of that. I mean, just to reiterate my stance quickly on James McLean not wearing a poppy. He doesn't wear a poppy. He doesn't refuse to wear one and he doesn't snub wearing a poppy. He chooses not to wear a poppy. It's not like he's contractually obliged to wear a poppy. He just chooses to not wear one because it's not what he believes in. It doesn't make him a bad person and it doesn't mean he's inconsiderate or doesn't care about all the, the great people that have died for, for, for in the British Army. I mean, I'm an I'm an ex British Army, so I, you know, I always wear a puppy, and there are plenty of us that will always wear a puppy, and that's great. You know, we should always support that cause. And if you're listening from from um, from uh, you know, if you're not from Britain, then just do a little bit of research on what the puppy means. It, it just it's just sort of 
a commemorative emblem that we wear around Remembrance Sunday um, and it raises money um, for ex-soldiers. Um, and it's just something that we do as a country. Now, um, McLean plays football for the Republic of Ireland and he's not exactly going to be for, for Britain and what they stand for due to the fact that the British Army back in the 80s um, were in conflict with, with the Republic of Ireland and the Irish Republican Army. Um, and they ended up murdering 14 people from, from the city which um, McLean is from. Um, and so nobody really in that city of a Catholic nature doesn't want to wear the poppy. And to be honest, it would bring him a lot of um, people would from his hometown would be completely against him wearing a poppy and it would look very bad on him to do so from an Irish point of view. So the bloke's in a no-win situation and he, all he's doing is just choosing to not wear it. So, yeah, and to, to just to finish that little bit of, 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 of a moan, um, if you want to check out a bit more on that, um, I've, I've, there's an article on my website um, you can check out, which is baggiesfacts.com. Yeah, um, on a slightly uh, happier note, uh, some of your newer signings have been doing. Yeah, I know it's gonna be hard. Some of your new, <laughs> newer signings have been doing quite well. Uh, Maddie Phillips and Nasser Chadley, maybe not in that yeah. order, but both, both have been uh, solid additions. How has everyone bedded in from from your summer signings? Uh, okay, Phillips has done okay. Nyam's doing okay, although he's been played out of position. Pulis likes to do that though, so it's not his fault. Um, Chadley obviously is the shining star amongst all of our new signings. But he had a quieter game against City, um, understandably. Not, nobody really had a great game for us. Um, in terms of other players, uh, Fletcher and Olsen were sort of booed off in the game against City. Now, it was a small minority, and I don't condone it either. Um, Fletcher and both, both Fletcher and Olsen have been great servants to the club. Um, but I think it was just frustration boiling over. Um, their two replacements, Morrison and Leco, came onto the pitch and really made a difference. And we started playing some football. Um, and it just proves to those that say we can only play one way and that Pulis ball is the, you know, is, is the only way method of being able to stay in this league. It just proves that we can play football and that we did so against one of the best sides in Europe. Um, we were really pegging them back for 10, 15 minutes um, and getting crosses in. Rondon, Mr. Sitter, um, McCauley missed a shot at the near post, which hit the post. You know, we, we really did have the opportunity at 2-0 to, to try and get back in the game, thanks to Pulis putting on attacking players and, and telling them to go and attack. It's not rocket science, you know. But as soon as as soon as soon City scored the third, of course, the, the game was well and truly over. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think that picking on individual players isn't going to do anyone any favours, and it's certainly not good for their confidence. But... It is probably a result of who the manager is at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you mentioned the new owners there a little bit. Uh, anything else that they've done to make an impact at the club thus far? Not negatively, really. When they first came to the club, they gave the fans a, a free drink in the first home game and, and brought the fans a free scarf um, in our first away game. They've not really said too much, to be honest. Um it's Which is sort kind of, of ideal, like in this era yeah. of like megalomaniac owners, that must yeah, be kind of nice. Of well, with the Villa owner, Mr. Oh, Shearer, saying all, <laughs> all the rubbish he's saying lately, 
And then, and then, of course, you've had the the former Cardiff owner, or is he still their owner? I'm not sure. Vincent Tan, I he's think a, he's still there. Yeah, Vincent Tan. Oh my God, can you imagine? So I'm glad, I'm glad that we've got owners that have come in and talk, and they're sort of like looking on from afar and seeing how things work before they feel capable. I feel of making their own decisions and um and making a bigger impact at the club. But they've said already that they're not going to be wanting to change anything like the club's logo or anything to do with the club's history or the colours that we're playing, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, it is positive. And maybe, maybe, this is a big, big maybe, that if Pulis is still here in January, that's probably slightly less of a maybe. But maybe if we sign some good players in the January window, of which we've already intimated that we're going to be looking for some big name signings because we failed to get deals over the line in the summer. Um, maybe something can work towards the end of the season. You know, maybe we can play some more slightly attractive football. I'm not holding my breath. And that certainly doesn't mean that if we was to, I'm going to be all happy for Pulis to stay. But if that is the case, I'd rather, if Pulis is going to be staying, I'd rather it be under... Uh, you know, under a bit more of a happier note, and we're, we're playing a bit of football occasionally. But you know, who knows whether that's possibly going to happen at all? Mm. You mentioned there are some January buys. What positions do you think you need to strengthen the most? Well, we signed Galloway, didn't we, from Everton as our new left back? And since Nyam's arrived, he's been out of the team playing at left back, which I sort of called it. But you know, I just I don't feel that Naomi is comfortable playing there because simply because he's he's not he's not left footed and there's many occasions where you're looking for for a left footed player to play out from the back or have the overlapping run and it's just on his wrong foot all the time um from that I would say that we also need a new midfielder um I'm not saying we should be directly replacing Fletcher and that we'd have been him and that he's not worth keeping but we certainly need more competition in the middle of the park um, I would be happy if Fletcher was dropped for our next game and replaced with Field um, because I just think when he needs a bit of a rest. Um, up front, maybe, um, Berahino isn't getting a look in because he's too fat. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought we were going to be able to go a whole update without Berahino, but here we are. Uh, well, I've ruined, I've ruined it. Um, but Rondon... He's very much our first choice and uh, pretty much our only choice at the minute. So, God knows what will happen if Rondon gets injured. Maybe we'll play Chadley up there. Oh, please don't. Everyone thinks it's a good idea and it's never a good idea. Well, you know, I I just think that we we are stuck in probably those three positions. Um, And if we were to be looking for players, those are the, the positions that we need strengthening. Yeah. Uh, with all that wrapped up, uh, where do you think you finished this year? Yeah, sixteenth. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah, I have a, I have a genuine question. Would you Go rather on. spend a year in the championship, knowing no, that you'd no, win more no, matches? Yeah, I'll, I'll, this gets put to me quite a lot, to be honest. Really, mate. man? Here yeah. I was thinking I was being original. Nah, no, I mean probably not amongst this sort of, but but amongst friends, it's a discussion that's had mm. and. No, I'd rather not be in the championship because that means our club's not as successful. And as much as it would be fun to go to lots of these away days and to be able to win more matches and maybe have more than 50% possession and all these <laughs> things, it long term, financially, it wouldn't do us any good. 
So I'm for, as much as it would be good fun, and I'm not saying I'd hate it, it would be great, but it might well be you get relegated and you don't come back either. So I can't see that being a positive. Um, and there are those that are in the Pulis in camp that are very much of um, the mentality that Pulis keeps you in the league and he's guaranteed to give you Premier League football. But to be honest, if if any season is the season for a club like ours to get relegated, it's this one because anyone can beat anyone, apart from Sunderland who just can't buy a win. Anyone can beat anyone as much as ever. And our defensive approach means that we're constantly facing an uphill battle. Um, and so, you know, Pulis has never been relegated, but there is no like sacred special thing that, that's the, that that means that this season it might not be different. You know, um, if you look at our previous 19 Premier League games, we've won two. That's that's half a season. Four games won in a Premier League season often would mean relegation. So if Pulis is to continue with our current run of form, then there's the potential that we're really going to be stuck in it down the bottom this season. Yeah, that's uh, not very fun news for sure, but... Uh, interesting that you would rather stay up because I, I talked to uh, a couple of the championship teams today and it's like something that they're craving and I was just interested to see if uh, you want to stay up mm. as well. And you do. And you should because yeah. it would be crazy to not want to. Uh, yeah. But anyway, there we are. All right. Uh, well, that does us for time. So I want you to tell the folks where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, personally at TheWatts22 on Twitter and the, um, the website that I run. You can find that at Baggies Facts, or you can check us out online, and that's baggiesfacts.com. Um, it's all quite dreary at the minute, though, so <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you're not very interested in checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful plug. All right, well, nice talking to you as always, Dan. I'm sure we'll speak soon. Cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.